0: the lean on agile show i'm your host Hin, and i have today with me uh, april jefferson one of um, the great inspirers um, that i know of april thanks for joining the show
1: thank you for inviting me
0: i won't do the justice inter um, introducing you um, and I don't know you that much. I, I know that you're a great person to know. And you. I know that uh, any chance that I get, I want to learn from you. But I leave it up to you to tell our audience who is April.
1: Well, I'm a passionate soul. And I've embraced it.
0: Passionate and,
1: soul. Yes. And uh, some of the things that bring me great passion is learning. Uh, taking a positive mindset and applying it to my whole life. So things such as agile, lean design thinking, open space, improvisation, uh, looking at like reinventing work, like all those things, like just swirl around in my mind. and they come together and to i think uh support beauty in the world
0: nice nice Mm -hmm. so there are lots of things that you're passionate about lean agile design thinking you mentioned
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Um, is there any one of open space is there any one of them that stands out from the others
1: i would say open space yeah Yes, I look at open space as a mindset. Mm -hmm. When I was first introduced to open space, what I loved about it is the freedom Mm -hmm. and how those principles and the law of open space could truly manifest outside of the loose structure that is open space technology. When I think okay. about open space, I'm not thinking about the structure, but I'm thinking about the values and the principles the principles and the law of mobility, okay. and also some of the elements of open space.
0: So for some of our audience that might not know what open space is, would you mind very briefly tell us what open space is and why is it that much unique for you?
1: Well, open space is a very structure on how, to, on how to organize where you can explore different challenges, opportunities, questions um, with one another. And, mm-hmm. it's, and it's really, I don't want to say governed, but I, I look at it as being powered by principles and a law.
0: The law of mobility.
1: Yes, the law of mobility. And with open space, one of the things that I find, unlike other things in the agile space, is that uh, we learn more. Mm -hmm. Like there's roles in open space. And initially, the roles in open space were simply butterfly and bumblebee. Right. However, by practicing and, and leveraging open space, we discovered other roles that manifest. We discovered, uh, initially, it was uh, four laws, like, you know, four principles, right? Sorry. Right. It, initially, it was four principles, and now we have five.
2: Right. It's
1: that it has adapted over time, right. Right. and that's the beauty
0: of it. What are the new roles that you have found or discovered?
1: Well, there's, there's a few different ones, such as the groundhog, that some okay. people, when they're uh, participating in open space, and then yeah. actually just participating in life, that sometimes they need to kind of like go away right. and be by themselves. Right. And they'll pop out when they're ready. And right. Right. being okay with that.
2: Right.
1: Um, another one is one that's silent, that I don't talk about. And, uh, when I'm facilitating open space, is the penguin. Basically, that's our... Helpers. There's a lot of people who, like, when you're doing open space, they just do things naturally, organically.
2: Right.
1: And that's kind of like the penguin within them mm-hmm. uh, working together to see where there's a need. Right. Saying, yeah. like, oh, okay, you know what? Uh, let's get uh, a list of uh, resources or books. I see that often and someone just starts it
2: right yeah right
0: i just started one in one of the open spaces in um cornwall list of blogs that you guys are writing so mm-hmm. i was a penguin without knowing that
1: yes <laughs> I'm
0: sorry. Yeah. so when it comes to open space everyone has a first time um story to tell what was your experience when first time you experienced that
1: I remember being very nervous. More nervous than going to a conference and speaking at a conference. With open space I felt intimidated at first because this was a a gathering of other coaches and peers and you feel a little bit uh unsure about yourself. So I felt I think I came in with imposter syndrome and as I became, you know, uh, open, you know, and, and decided to like just walk free, I found that it wasn't anything to be concerned about. What I found that in my first open space, some of my closest friends in the Agile community came out of that open space. Oh, okay. I found my...
0: That's true. I
1: found my group mm-hmm. like people that I really connected with. I also found my voice before I only did some things uh like locally, and then after that, I started you know going outside of my local area and sharing talks,
2: mm-hmm.
1: doing collaborations. And that's one of the beauties of open space. I believe, and I've organized and facilitated lots of open space since then, that it creates leaders. Oh, nice! It creates new voices in our space. Okay. That people find belonging and connection in open space. Like, when the space is held right, uh, I would say magic happens, kind of like me. And I know yeah. others, too, it was their first time and they felt like, you know, they were tentative. And then it's like, oh, wow. Like, these people, they get me.
0: Right. So,
1: yeah.
0: You you mentioned holding space. Mm-hmm. Tell us more about what, what that means.
1: Wow. A holding space is an art form. It's Creating uh, safety uh, while you're facilitating. You can actually hold space even if you're not facilitating. But more often, we, t- we take that as a f- form of facilitation mm-hmm. where uh, there is safety. You bring about a connection and something
0: powerful happens. I always have a hard time defining that, but when people experience that, they know what that is.
1: Yeah, it is one of those things that you're like, "Oh, that's what it is."
2: Right.
1: It's it can be hard to define right. because I think it's constantly being defined, and you know when you're you know when it's happening and you know when it's not. Right.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. True. Yeah, <laughs> you exactly know when it's not happening. It's very yeah. easy. Yeah.
1: Yes. Yes. Yes.
0: And and you have held open spaces not only in the agile um, context but in other domains as well.
1: Yes. Yes. Uh, let's see. Um, I've held or open space for organizations.
2: Right.
1: With leaders. And one of the things I really love is organizational open space.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That That is magical. What I find that with organizations, that, that you're more often, you're seeing actions come out of it. Actions that come to fruition. Where basically mm-hmm. over 90% of them come to fruition. And the rest of them are still being worked on. That's my experience with doing open space with companies.
0: So one of the main um, or major questions that I think most of the audience would have is how to have open space in organizations. How to convince them that without no agenda, we want uh, to invest all of these people's time in an agenda-less session that we don't know what is going to come out of it.
1: Well... You need to understand why you want to do it. Um, I look at with open space, what makes a great open space is having a theme. Like, why are you gathering? Without it, I don't see it being very successful.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Have exploring why you're gathering. That's why sponsorship is important. especially for organizational open space. Um, What problem are you trying to solve? What are you trying to explore? What do you see is going on in your uh, organization, and your teams? So those are when I've recommended it. So maybe there's a wicked problem or complex problem to explore. And it could be culturally, it could be around change and transformation. It could be on a number of different things, but having a powerful theme, having a powerful why you're gathering makes a difference. And I think it, it grants agency for it, saying like, we don't know how to solve this Let's bring in the people impacted to help uh, explore the problem.
0: Do you have an easy recipe to um, hold open space?
1: An easy recipe? Tell me more, what do you mean?
0: So what are the steps that you need to take before having an open space? What are the things that you prepare? Who are you inviting? A team, right? How would you come up with a team that most people, or the challenge that talks to most people, in, if it's in an organization or outside in a community? Or what are the steps um, that you go through?
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm a bit of an open space nerd, and right. that I love. No matter what role I'm playing in open space, I love it. Mm-hmm. I. I love being a participant. During COVID, I have participated in seven open spaces. Uh, some I have facilitated, some I have organized, and some of them, you know, I was walking in the different roles of open space. Mm-hmm. I I tend to be more of a bumblebee. Mm-hmm as a participant. But yeah.
0: How is it in the virtual world, like if you want to be a bumblebee? Because in the real world, you see the spaces you walk from, you hear like maybe some other interesting topic happening and you get attracted to that.
1: Mm, That goes into what you asked about earlier, which I didn't get a chance to answer yet, is that how do I curate spaces? When I think about open space, I'm thinking about why are we gathering? Having a powerful uh, a theme to why we gather. Then I'm thinking about, hey, my first thing is say, hey, after this is over, how do, uh, what do we hope people are feeling, thinking Right, um, I'm empathy mapping uh, the participants feedback. And I notice that and then set intentions for those that happen. And when I do that, those things actually do happen. I also set the intention to say, what's really important to me is that we're able to walk in the principles and the law of open space. So therefore, as I'm curating this space, I make sure that all of those are present. And the law of mobility is one of the most important ones. So in the virtual space, yes, you can create spaces. There's so many different ways to do that so people can naturally move from space to space. That was a, a long way. To answer your
0: yeah, question, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who is behind Open Space? Like, like, because for Agile, we know there's a Agile community. People um, talks about things. It pops up. It goes somewhere, and then maybe something changes, right? But how these things changes in Open? Is there is there an Open Space community that you know of? Is there an Open Space body that for example, introduce the fifth principle?
1: Well, this happens through people doing open space, right? By practicing. Like the roles come up by people practicing. Uh, I've seen, there's not one way to do it, open space. I rejoice in seeing people do things differently. I, when I facilitate open space, that you know there sometimes as a facilitator I can be in the moment and change up different things like even the sequence of how I uh, talk about things in the opening and it's just things that people learn and that's why new roles emerge to say hey we've learned like we see this there's a pattern of this let's put a name to it and that's And that's okay. You know, it's that um, just like wherever it happens is the right place. You know, when you look at another principle. It's that people notice that sometimes they're like, hey, you know what? Let's just walk and have a conversation. And that happened. So it kept happening. And they say, okay, let's put a name to it. That's the only way that I can see it happen. I don't know if uh, who said something first. Right. Okay. Uh, and and even with some of the roles, the new roles that emerge, I hear different names for the same role. Mm-hmm. Like groundhog and gopher. Mm-hmm. It means the same thing. Yeah. But people are experimenting. Mm-hmm. And that's beautiful.
0: It is. Mm-hmm. In your experiments, what was um, open space not good for that you can share with us?
1: Not good for? Yeah. I haven't found anything it's not good for.
0: Oh, really? Okay.
1: (laughs) Just to be honest, uh, I haven't. If you have to think about uh, the situation, I haven't uh, found, say, oh, that's not good for that.
0: if you have to think about a um, session. Oh,
1: actually, uh, recently, another open space I did recently about growing racial equity mm-hmm. for Black agilists. And I know the initial conversation, um, they wanted to do an open space, but it didn't make sense on where to start at. Mm-hmm. Because I knew in order to, like, design it as a series, it's like we could have began there but it felt more valuable to do a workshop that was uh, first based on listening and and empathy. Um, Preparing people to be able to engage in an open space fully, right? Mm -hmm. So that was one thing where I said, let's not do an open space here, let's do this. I think there was a, a better, I felt there was a, a better option. Mm-hmm. So it didn't mean that open space couldn't have worked because I think it could have. I just thought there was a better option.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. One of my um go-to facilitation techniques for solving complex problems is open space.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I Again, I think it can be applied to other um, domains as well if it's simple domain complicated as well, right? But if you have a complex problem at hand, open space could help a lot. Yes,
1: that's it's your... kind of, for me, it's when you have complex problems and you bring those into open space. That basically, it's kind of like a choose your own workshop mm-hmm. that happens. Right. And that's uh, pretty cool is uh to watch people workshop that and that happens a lot like with organizations. They're kind of workshopping those uh complex problems that they see mm. and are exploring.
0: So uh what's next for you on open space? Are you becoming this um, awesome open space facilitator that doing uh, all around the world and doing all over the world open spaces? Because you're doing the 24 hour
1: <laughs> yes and what's awesome about the 24-hour open space it won't just be me and my co-organizer facilitating we're inviting people from all over the world to help support so we'll have multiple different facilitators as we uh Fully uh, enter a new region where people are awake is right. <laughs> so basically to say we don't expect people to be on fully for a full 24 hours. I won't be on for a full 24 hours, but uh, there'll be multiple openings and closings right. uh, for for the for when people would like to be there.
0: Mm-hmm. But what's
1: great about it is uh, this is a way to bring people across the world together to share and have conversations with one another and and ideate together I'm really looking forward to it so people are welcome to volunteer be a part of it join us I'm excited about it
0: anything else about open space that you want to talk about that I didn't get the chance to ask
1: I would say that one of the things I think about, there's four elements of open space and one of the elements that I love and I bring into my life is breath. Mm -hmm. Is that I find that we're so busy that we don't take a pause. We don't add white space into our life. Um, Breath is very important. When you add breath, a lot of things can happen. Innovation happens, learning happens. You may have a, you may just to, to be able to relax and be calm and uh, more engaged.
0: When you were talking about breath, I, um, I imagine a safe mm-hmm. and peaceful space. I was imagining the family. Have you ever done any open space with families?
1: I haven't, but I would love to do so mm-hmm. if you are interested. Call me up. <laughs> um, <laughs> I haven't done one with families mm-hmm. um I've done uh like different i've had the different design thinking exercises uh with families. I haven't done open space with families yet. But that would be beautiful. It can we, happen. It would be magical. Imagine. Yeah. I did have an idea uh, for one, something like that, where you can even like have kids in the space, mm-hmm. uh, sharing and exploring different things. That would be great. Um, that seems like a more in-person experience. So, okay. yeah, when the the world comes back together. <laughs>
0: There there is one happening that I know of in Canada. I don't remember the name, Um, something camp. I I will find out uh, the name and put it there. The idea is you go with your family, with your visual kids to a space that they are are holding for two to three days. So it's like a summer camp that you go with your kids. They can play around. They can be part of the sessions that, and the people go there and uh, mind camp. I'm not sure if you ever heard of that or not. So I can
1: oh, Yeah, please share that with me. Yeah. That sounds wonderful.
0: Yeah. I was going to go uh last year, it didn't happen. This year because of COVID, it's not happening. But it's um some of the friends of mine that have gone says it's a very powerful space. Mm-hmm.
1: I know it it always asks me like, Oh, I really want to go to this one. Mm-hmm. I've had that happen. Mm-hmm. Uh.
0: So we are all kind of at the end of the, our talk. I just want to um, ask, move away from open space. I I think I know the answer to this question, but I want to ask you. So if April is a superhero, what's her superpower?
1: Hmm. My superpowers, I would say is curating spaces that connect um with generative engagement, meaning that there's a uh, mutual learning and there's transformation, what uh I f- find my gift is is nurturing uh, the journey for people to nourish oneself
0: which is a very good super power to have um to be on their journey journey with them.
1: Mm -hmm. yeah I I really try to have everyone own their own change Mm -hmm. I felt I found that when someone owns their change it's sustainable
0: let me ask you this question what's next for you
1: Well, kind of like everyone else. We're trying to figure that out. Uh, (laughs) um, I'm definitely uh, getting started to write.
0: Oh, nice. Yes. A book, a blog?
1: Well, actually two books.
0: Two books. Okay. Yes. Um, Can I guess one of them is around open space? Yes. (laughs) So when we are talking about books, do you know any good resources for people to learn about open space? Not necessarily a book. Maybe it's a YouTube video. Maybe it's something that you can share with us.
1: i say the best resource to learn about open space is experiencing it. Attend Mm -hmm. one. Attend one. There's lots of open spaces out there. A lot of people are exploring them now. And you're welcome to join one of mine or I know other people who are holding space in different places. There's so many options uh, to go, but the best way to learn is by attending one. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Participating. And being, when you're participating, make the intention to be open to Walk fully within the principles right. and the law, and I think it's life. It'll be life changing. Mm-hmm.
0: It was for me the first time that I attended one, um, so. But I, but I believe it's like as you said, you need to be ready for it. Not everyone, just by going in an open space, can experience that
1: well, I think everyone gets some- something out of it. I believe you get more out of it if uh you allow yourself to be free to be mm-hmm. and that's when people do that sometimes, just by someone giving them you know offering up these principles and the law they're like oh okay it's new for them Mm -hmm. to do that and they find out they love it
0: so the first thing they do participate in open space and if Mm -hmm. they love it can they facilitate an open space on they on on themselves or host one
1: i believe people can
0: yeah
1: and pair with someone too right
2: Um,
1: there's always opportunities.
0: Don't they uh, need to go to a certification, like get get a professional training to do that?
1: No, you don't hmm. have to be certified to facilitate open space.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, you don't have to be certified to coach. Right. You don't have to be certified to facilitate anything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the thing is like go, experience open space, experience multiple ones, learn, mm-hmm. be as a participant, observe. There's so many to go to now and just uh, take notice of a lot of different things. Uh, Harrison Owen who uh, who first did this experiment with open space, mm-hmm. he has it out there for free to read about. You can learn a little bit more and understand okay what they're doing and why they're doing it but yeah basically go and go again Mm -hmm. and and i encourage people that you get more out of it when you like look past the mechanics of open space
0: thanks april is there anything that um, you wanted to talk about that we didn't touch we still have (laughs)
1: i can't think so we talk so much about open space it'll probably be awkward to enter uh, a new realm of something
0: (laughs) but is there anything that you want to share maybe um some anything like uh, someone that inspired you some some recommendation anything that is on your mind you recommend them for sure to take part in an open space
1: yeah For me, what inspires me is people walking in their own freedom. Mm -hmm. I I believe too often in this space, like we create celebrities, and it's not about that. Um, Yes, we learn from other people, but... I'd rather hear like how you took something that you learned from someone else you know like and applied it you know what did you discover new?
0: Mm
1: -hmm. I encourage people to experiment discover something new
0: that's a good inspiration And last but not least, how um, people can get in touch with you?
1: Well, they can find me on Twitter and LinkedIn at Soul Mm -hmm.
0: Thank you again for being on the show, April. I know we couldn't have done this episode in open space format because there was only two of us, but hopefully we do something and we ask you to come and hold the space for us and we do a bigger audience. Oh yeah, that would
1: be fun.